Ultimately, when we're doing Black Friday, yes, we want to bring a cash infusion. And that is what is so exciting about it. And you get to welcome a ton of new people potentially into your world at a price point that is so fun for them to jump in on. But we want to make sure that we are pushing people towards our customer journey. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincata, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another quickie where we know that every conversation is an opportunity for growth. I have a really exciting topic to uh, bring forward today. And you might, when you hear it, say, Emily, wait a minute, it is only October. What are you thinking about? But this is how far in advance you want to be thinking in your business. The topic today that we want to start thinking about early is Black Friday. What are you going to do in your business for Black Friday? Now, before we start this conversation, I want to preface this by saying sometimes the best thing you can do for Black Friday is to not run a Black Friday sale. You need to consider your energy. You need to consider what you will be doing in your business at that time. And you need to consider where your business is in its infancy or maybe how far along it is, because there's going to be certain stages where doing something like running a Black Friday sale is going to be more effort than it's worth. And only you will know the answer to that. But I'm saying this to give you full permission that if right now thinking about Black Friday overwhelms you more than it excites you at the possibility of running a sale and bringing more people into your world, if it just feels like too much because you're already just focused on trying to get people in the offers that you have as they already exist, that's okay. That's okay. Give yourself permission to sit the sale out. It doesn't mean that you are going to lose out on anything. It doesn't mean you're going to miss out on anything. But Remind yourself why you made the decision when Black Friday does roll around because it's really easy to look at what everyone else is doing and feel like you are missing out to get some FOMO, right? But ground in if you're deciding not to do one, why you're deciding not to do one so that when the season rolls around, like I said, you don't feel FOMO and you don't panic create something and put it out into the world that you're not really proud of. And that is why we're having this conversation right now. Like I said, this is the perfect time to start thinking about your Black Friday sales because there is plenty of time to plan, to schedule, and to execute in a way that you are really proud of for your business. I speak from experience. If you don't start planning ahead of time, you will find yourself potentially the night before Black Friday sitting on your computer when you want to do, but just be taking a nap if you celebrate Thanksgiving, if you're in the US and your family celebrates that and you're like, I just want to take a nap. Like I've had 
had all this turkey. I just want to rest. Oh my God. But I don't want to miss out on Black Friday. So you are frantically building a landing page, building a checkout page, trying to figure out what of yours you can slap a discount on or bundle together or create some sort of deal around where you just end up stress creating something. And then usually what happens, you guys, it doesn't sell. And then you're like, oh, I did all that work for nothing. And then the thoughts start to spiral where it's like, what's wrong with me? Why is no one buying my Black Friday sale? I must be bad at this, yada, yada, yada. None of it's true. It just was poor planning. So that's what we are going to dive into a little bit today so you can get your wheels turning and decide if there is something that you want to put on sale or on promotion for Black Friday. And the first thing that I want to say around this is you do not need to discount what you have. The easiest thing that we think of when we think of Black Friday is like, well, I'll just mark everything like 50% off, 80% off. I'll just give this crazy discount and all these people will rush into my world. While this can happen, if you already have a really good product, there's some things to think about when it comes to putting your items at a discount. The first thing I would think of is, are you training your audience to wait for a sale? Now, if this is the only time you are discounting your offer, this is probably not something you need to worry about. If it's the only time throughout the year that you put something on sale, your main offer on sale, let's say you have an online course. If this is the only time you're marking it down, you're not training your audience to wait all year for that sale. Somebody might, I'm sure somebody might if it's something you do routinely. But if you are somebody who does regularly put your product on sale, I would caution you against that, not only on Black Friday, but in general, because if you have an evergreen product that the price point is always the price point, yet you offer it periodically on a discount, what you are training your audience to do is just say, "Mm, I don't want to buy this full price right now because I know she puts it on sale a lot. So I'm just going to wait. And so I think Black Friday is a really good time to check ourselves and be like, "Uh uh-oh, have I been putting my best product my signature offer, my evergreen course, have I been putting this on sale too much? Because maybe I don't want to do it for Black Friday if I already have done it this year. So that's the first place I would check yourself when it comes to deciding if you want to offer a discount on what you have. The next thing I would say is same example of if this is an active product. So if it's a course that you're actively selling, a program that you're actively selling, consider will it feel unfair to anyone in your world if you suddenly mark it down by a dramatic price drop where maybe somebody just paid full price for it? And that doesn't mean that you can't do it. You get to set whatever boundaries around that feel good to you on if somebody comes and says, hey, I bought this two days before it went on sale. Can you refund me the difference? You get to decide how you want to handle that. And you could say no if you want to say no, just like not all stores will price match when it comes to Black Friday. But you want to make sure that you are not bringing in new clients via this discount at the expense of the relationships that you have with the clients that are already in your world. So again, if it's an active product, this is another thing to think of. Is this going to hurt my relationships with people who recently paid full price or who are already in the program if I now offer it at a steep discount that not everybody got to take advantage of. A third thing to think about when it comes to discounts is, okay, maybe I don't want to discount my active product that's already selling really well, or that is already selling period, because people already see the value in it. And I don't want to create this price frustration around anybody who just paid full price for it, like we were just talking about. But 
look into your archives of what you have created in the past. Are there other things that you've run and since retired or just aren't actively pushing? For example, maybe a paid masterclass you did once and was awesome, but you haven't brought it out of the archives for a while. It's just kind of been sitting there hanging out doing its thing because it's not part of your core product suite that you sell to your audience actively on a regular basis. Can you bring one of those back where the pricing on it doesn't feel fresh for anyone who's in it and it's obviously an older product? product where there's still a ton of value in it. It was still a great product when you ran it, but maybe just for whatever reason, it's not something you push anymore. Can you throw an amazing discount on that and give people an option to join your world or or join it in a more accessible way than maybe they're currently in and explore this older product that you don't talk about as much anymore, but like I said, is still valuable. Something like that is really fun to throw a discount on because nobody's actively in it at the full price, assuming it is an older retired offer. And nobody's going to mind if it's at a discount now because it makes sense. They understand it's been around for a while. So those things can be really fun to offer at a lower rate, create a fun cash infusion. You can even think, are there multiple things that I could put together that are retired that would be really cool to bring back for a little bit and I can put it at a no-brainer price? The thing with Black Friday that I will say while we're having this conversation around discounting is discounts are the best way to motivate your clients on Black Friday. And so while I'm giving you all these words of caution, they're just things to consider when you go to make your sale. But I also want to emphasize that people are looking for a deal on Black Friday. They are looking for how much value can I get at a discounted rate? And so I don't want you to steer away from discounts altogether, but these are just things I want you to think about. Now, just some other ideas for what you can do in addition to or instead of discounting. I'm not going to go deep into each and every one of these, but I'm going to share them with you just to get the wheels turning. So another thing we can do instead of discounting is what can I add to the offer instead? So maybe you don't want to change the price on your offer at all, but maybe you want to add something else special in that's not normally available, like maybe a coaching call upgrade for free when they buy. Maybe you're sending them a complimentary product service item, like for example, a year free of a software that they are likely to want to use in your world when they join a program with you, giving them access to that for free for a limited period of time. How can you add a bonus or value to your offer above what they normally get when they enroll. That can be another way to make the price feel like an even better price than it normally is and give them an incentive to join now. So we can do value adds and bonuses. We can also think about bundles, which are really similar, but you can either think of it as what can I bundle with something that they're already purchasing? So again, that would be similar to a value add, but if it's something like two programs, let's say you have two complimentary offers that you want to bundle together, you can offer them at a slightly discounted price than they would be if they were bought separately while still keeping the overall value being transferred both in terms of price charged and what you are offering them really high. So it's not like you have to discount it down to 50% off. I would not recommend giving one of them for free because then people tend to devalue in their brains, whichever one they are getting for free. But if you can bundle them and knock a slight price off of the overall cost, That can be a really fun way to play with price and play with value in a way that, like I said, doesn't require you to do a really steep discount. 
This is also a fun one to go back into the archives again, like we were talking about with retired offers and say, okay, do I maybe have, for example, multiple past masterclasses that I ran and I'm not really actively selling that I could bundle together, charge a low price point for and deliver just tons of value at this no brainer price. That can be a fun thing to bundle as well. So we've got value ads, we've got bundles. Another thing that we can do is play with, can I create a first step offer, some sort of specialty offer that's not normally available, but is a high perceived value, particularly because people know it's not normally available and it gets them ready to join my next offer. So for example, if I were to only be selling one-on-one coaching right now, let's say that was the core of my business. My signature offer was my one-on-one coaching package. I might have tons of people that They think that my offer is really valuable, but they're scared to take the jump at the current price point. You don't typically want to put a discount on your private coaching because it's the value of your time and the same type of thing we were talking about before where if somebody gets in at a discount, that might make somebody who's currently paying the full value feel like they missed out or like they were not being valued for the full investment. So you don't want to tiptoe into that typically with your done for you services or your private coaching. But you probably have a lot of people that are right at the fence where they're like, I'm sure that coaching with Emily is really valuable, but I'm just scared to put down that much money. I'm just scared of the investment. What you could do to not devalue your coaching, but give these people a first taste is create a specialty offer that you don't normally have available, something like a strategy session or something like a two-week container that achieves the first steps that you normally do in your coaching or your done-for-you services. So we don't want it to just be a smaller version where you cram everything you do in your, your full longer container into this shorter specialty container. But how can you get those first steps done at a quote unquote, lower price, even though you're going to be overall valuing your time the same, but because the package is shorter, the length of time is shorter, what you're delivering is smaller in the specialty offer, the price point is going to be lower than the full investment in whatever your one-on-one or done-for-you services are. You see what I'm saying? You're following me there. So it's not that they're getting a discount, but they're getting an option to get started at a lower price point. This can be a great way to get people in the door who have been on the fence by offering them something that feels like a really high perceived value because they know it's not normally available and they know that that means likely your coaching or whatever your service is, is high value. And they get to do it at a more accessible price point. Bonus points if you want to then offer them the ability to apply whatever they paid or invested into that specialty container towards a longer program with you or a longer offer with you when they are done. Because then you're giving them the taster and you're removing another barrier of entry for them to continue in your world. And that's what I want to leave you with is ultimately when we're doing Black Friday, yes, we want to bring a cash infusion. And that is what is so exciting about it. And you get to welcome a ton of new people potentially into your world at a price point that is so fun for them to jump in on. But we want to make sure that we are pushing people towards our customer journey, meaning they're going into the flow of our offers. And we're not just bringing in one-time customers that were only attracted in by a deal and then they never purchase from us again. They never stick around again. So as you're designing your offers, you want to think in your brain here, what is the thing that I want them to join next? And am I making it really easy for them to do so? Or does this offer kind of cannibalize where they would move next? It's something to think about. 
can they very easily move from this Black Friday offer into my core product offerings, whether you have one main offer like your private coaching or you have courses, masterminds, coaching, a whole flow, a whole journey that your customers go through. Think about where this Black Friday offer puts them in that journey. Because ideally, we want them to start in the Black Friday and then move right into the next thing and move all the way through our journey. And so that's a good thing to consider as well when you're designing this is how does this fit along with the normal flow that people go through when they join my world? And I want to make sure when you design, you want to make sure that you are not competing or conflicting with that. So start thinking about your Black Friday offer. Start to put it on the calendar. Little bonus tip before I go. You definitely don't want to just drop this the day of Black Friday. You want to make sure that you are teasing your audience leading up to it, letting them know that something is coming. If you want more help learning how to design your Black Friday offers and execute it, make sure that you check out my Black Friday offer idea and execution guide that is available now. We will link it in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram and I will send you the link. As always, you guys, if you loved this episode and you gained value from it, the best thing that you can do is head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Give us a review. A written review goes the furthest. You guys mean the world to me. I am so grateful that you are here and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, before you go, I've got two quick things for you. Number one, I want to say thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me that you choose to spend your time here listening to these conversations, tuning in with me, soaking up all of this information and everything that we are going through together. I cannot express how much gratitude I have for you for being here on this journey with me. With that said, number two, the second thing I have for you is I want to make sure that since you're here, you have my phone number. Seriously, I have an inner circle daily text list where every single day, Monday through Friday, I send out a positive affirmation or a journal prompt or something I've been thinking about, or even an aha moment that has completely shifted my perspective that I want to share with you too. So you can share in on everything that I am working on to grow and continue evolving and continuing to be the best version of myself. I want to share those things with you. And the best place to do it is through this inner circle daily text list. So if you want to get on this list, if you want to receive these messages from me, and again, yes, it's really me. It's coming straight from my phone. What you need to do is text the word community to my number at 213-606-3853. Again, that's the word community to my number 213-606-3853. As soon as you send me over that text, I will send you a message back with the quick details to officially register for this inner circle daily text list. And once you are all registered, we are ready to get to texting. The messages all go straight to my phone. I see all of the replies. I look at them. I send you messages back. So it is such a great way for us to connect and continue to work on our growth together. So go ahead and shoot me that message ASAP so that we can get connected.